Podcast City Network. Hi, everybody, and welcome back. I'm Jarhead James, and welcome to another edition of Coda After Dark. While I drink over my whiskey, we're going to tell some fun stories, some humiliating stories, and some uh, extra explicit stories from the holiday season. To start off, in our last episode of Code Geekery, we talking about ass murder. The definition of ass murder is one, murder committed by a donkey, or two, a murder committed by sitting on someone's face and farting until they pass out from methane ingestion. Ergo the phrase, silent but deadly. It can also be a term that a very lovely certain person used to describe a freaking whooping that hurt so bad that she couldn't sit down at breakfast the next day. Ergo, your examples are, did you hear about the donkey farmer who was ass murdered? Or, anything but the ass murder. The only thing you could have said that would have been any more fucked up would have been ass obliteration, and I can't read that for explicit content. We're on the explicit content show! And... It's bad. Alright, anyways, just away from the ass. I get it. I said something really weird and fucked up, and without realizing I said something really weird and fucked up. I'm sorry. Have you met you? (laughs) My jumbled up mixed vocabulary strikes again. As you were saying, dearie. So, I have several stories. I had a high school girlfriend. And it was the dead of winter in Virginia, which is actually fairly fucking cold. And said girlfriend convinced me to come to her trailer. So I did. And it wasn't snowing at this point, and we hooked up. She needed an orgasm. I felt so inclined to give her one. It happened. About a week goes by, and we're expected to get two and a half feet of snow. So what did I do? The gentlemanly thing, right? I call, tell her it's her turn. She got stuck in your house during a snowstorm, didn't she? Through two and a half feet of snow for this dick. (laughs) I'm not going to say it's the greatest in the world, but it's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. (laughs) I don't get kicked out of bed very often for eating crackers. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. I almost made Geek Kev snort, and I just want that on the record. (laughs) I don't really have one concerning Christmas. I did lose my virginity over Thanksgiving weekend. Um, Why that's so believable? 
I snuck out of Thanksgiving to which was ongoing at my my mom's oldest sister's house and my boyfriend who I was because I was living in the land Daytona area at the time. My boyfriend, my then boyfriend, lived like four houses down from my aunt, like a half a block away from my aunt in the apartments near nearby. I I said I'm going for a walk to walk off Thanksgiving, and I walked off Thanksgiving in a different kind of way. It wasn't worth it. I should have just stayed and ate. I can't. Turkey wasn't enough meat. <laughs> I could have eaten something else. I mean, that was just that was the most horrible experience of my life, sexually and otherwise. He was just too pump chump. No, no romance, no nothing. I didn't even get a back massage out of the deal. Let me tell you something. Alright, you motherfuckers get the same amount of time as we do. If y'all can't get to the church, it's your own fucking fault. It lasted two and a half minutes. I don't know what woman on the face of this fucking earth can get there in two minutes. I've known a few. Several women who can get there in two minutes, yes. With no stimulation, just dry in and out? Um. There was no foreplay. See, that's where you bitches got it wrong. I got no foreplay. I got no finger play. I got jack shit. It was just, you, well, I felt pressured, and therefore I. And he kept on, and he wanted to go in bareback, and I told him, "Fuck that! You're putting on a condom." So at least I had that much lubrication. But there's yeah. not a man alive who would choose a condom over raw. Well, I also was six, I was 17, well, I just turned 18. I was barely 18 and made the, the conscious decision, hmm, I've heard of girls getting pregnant on the first time they have sex. Let's not make me a statistic. And on top of that, Dixon women, heavily fertile. Why else do you think I'm on every birth control known to man? I don't know. That's your business. I am on contraception. I switched. I purposely switched to a beta blocker, which lowers my fucking heart rate so it wouldn't interfere with my birth control. I would rather have a stroke than have a baby. Or that's a little much. I mean, that's. That is legit the side effects of these beta blockers. I would rather have nightly nightmares and possibly have a stroke than have a small child. You're really not going to make us popular with single moms right now. You're really not not doing really good PR right now, Ori. It's just the facts. I'm not mommy material. I appreciate the woman out there that can do the whole birth the, the birth the young thing because hey we do need to keep maintain a population but I'm also seriously suspect that this populate that the population we're striving to maintain is gonna look like something out of the fucking idiocracy movie mm-hmm. Daryl and his 15 dumbass kids sucking up the ozone. Now, I take personal offense to that because my father's name is 
I thought your dad's name was James. It is James Daryl. And you're a dick. His name is James, not Daryl. It's his middle name. Doesn't count. Veto. You can't just... Oh, you women. You. You women. Holy shit. <laughs> All of you. Just she beasts. <laughs> um. Let's see here. I'm trying to think of any other really screwed up shit that's happened over Christmas. Kevo. Yo. I know you got something, baby. I really don't. I had my first baby pull out on Christmas. Your first what? Bad pull out. Oh. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it was gross. It was funny, but it was fucking gross. And she didn't know what to do. She was mortified. And all I could say was, if you don't fucking clean it, I swear to God, I'm putting it back in somewhere else. <laughs> like, I could, I literally could not deal with the fact that it happened. I was just like, no, no, that that's not real. There's, that definitely didn't happen. Because it never happened before. And mind you, I'm like 23. 24 when this happens. And I'm just like, no. Uh, no. Uh, fucking no. Uh. I just, I went straight into denial. I didn't even have words. I was just denial. Just like, that didn't occur. I know that didn't occur. I think one of the only other weird things that ever happened on Christmas for me, and it was early on in me and Paul's relationship, um, I do believe one of the first times where his parents learned to knock the fucking door was because we were having Christmas coitus, and his dad just decided to open the door. (laughs) How many times do you gotta see your son's nutsack slapping somebody? Before you decide that you're going to get a doorbell. <laughs> it wasn't even, it was, it was post-coital. We weren't full on coital. We had just finished when his dad knocked twice and then proceeded to open the door. I didn't think of anything else to say other than my boobs are out, my boobs are out, my boobs are out. And, he, and this was when we were over at the old house, so we were on the ground floor, so it happened a little bit more frequently than we live where we live now, where it, we're on the second floor, and it takes effort to kind of inter- interrupt things. And he generally knows that if the door is shut and then and we have music playing, which we never have music playing in the bedroom, don't don't open the door. And it's and the, these doors lock better. Um, but yeah, he almost saw my boobs. Uh, we've had situations with Sean, with his best friend, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy's tried to come over and hang out with us before when we were really on, very early on. Our, we were during the rabbit sex portion of our relationship. Every couple goes through that. The moment where it's so new, it's so fresh. You just can't stop doing it. <laughs> you go for days without coming up for air. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
But there were times when Jimmy would come over to watch a pay-per-view with Paul and I, and he'd be like, you guys ready? Nope. Coitus. Or come over to go see a movie with us. Coitus. We go on vacation with Jimmy. Jimmy still gets the word coitus texted to him, so he stays the hell out of the hotel room. <laughs> I I don't I don't know anybody that's born past the year nineteen ninety that uses the word coitus the way you do. It's a big bang theory joke. It's like it's like using the word moist. It just it's unsettling. It's a bit. It's a joke for the for our little circle on that side of it. It's from Big Bang Theory because me, Jimmy, and Paul all love the show. So it's what Sheldon used to say whenever he he. It's what Sheldon would ask Penny and Leonard whenever they were, you know, engaging and stuff. Did you did you and Penny have coitus? Or well, maybe if your coital relationships with Penny weren't overshadowing everything, you might be able to create a scientific thought in your head. Nice. It's just shit like that, Sheldon would say, to just really bring home the fact that he didn't approve of Leonard getting lucky, and he thought it was seriously depriving him of brain cells, and he certainly didn't think he should be having sex with Penny because she, he thought Penny was a brain-dead idiot. But that that was early on in the series, and eventually he became to grow and love, and they became one big happy fucking family. I'm just saying, brain dead people are usually the best people to have sex with because they don't stir emotions or feelings. You say that, but I've slept with a brain dead person, and now the I I'm stirred with mo- feelings of disgust and. Ugh. Uh, holiday. I mean, if, if are we going strictly coital, or we or sexy stuff? Are we talking about just overall fuck ups? Just overall. Um, I don't think I can think of a single Christmas where my dad hasn't accidentally lit his pants on fire in some situation. Nice. <laughs> Getting ready to deep fry the turkey because he's smoking a cigarette. Tell God. Not like a big fire. He usually stamps it out with the other foot, but he gets his pants a little singed every year. He's got a pair of pants that he... I mean, we we deep fry three turkeys back home. Because we have most of Stanley County come to Thanksgiving and Christmas. He should get firefighter pants. (laughs) I want to so bad just to really screw with him. Um, But, I mean... And in my dad's defense, his, the edges of his pants are already really flammable. Yeah. Because my dad has to use Stitch Fix on all of his pants because my dad's tiny like me. And they don't really make pants for guys my dad's height. My dad's not quite a dwarf and he's not quite an atypical man height. My dad's five foot five. Maybe five six. Or at least he used to be. So most of my, but my dad's also short, stocky. So for a guy of my dad's waist size and and leg length, they, they don't really make pants like that. So my dad has to use Stitch Fix on most of his pants. And Stitch Fix is extremely flammable. 
Oh, God. So, uh... Oh, oh, I've got one. Let's talk about the time my little sister knocked me out on Christmas Day. <laughs> she got a trampoline for Christmas. My grandparents and my dad set it up between three different pine trees. Um, my cousins and her all played popcorn. I'm the lightest. Uh, back when I was any, when I was a kid, I was I weighed like 20, 20, 30 pounds at, in the fourth grade. Maybe 60 pounds. I was super tiny. I was shrimpy. Lauren was extremely husky. Like, really husky. Like, three times my size husky. She's gotten better. She had a surgery. It's all good. But she and my cousin Jeff, may he rest in peace, bounced me into a tree. <laughs> Sorry, that's fucked. It's funny, but it's fucked. Oh, it gets worse. Not only did they bounce me into a tree, they bounced me into the tree with a holly bush underneath it. So I hit the tree, got knocked out, and then landed in a holly bush. Ooh. Covered in, I had a lot of little bitty scrapes. Thankfully, none of them really drew blood. I had a couple that drew blood from when I landed. Thankfully, my aunt was there. Um, Martha's mom was there. She checked me out. But I wasn't allowed to play outside for the rest of the night because I had to sit next to my aunt on the couch to make sure that I wasn't I wasn't concussed. Cause that's just what a, what every ten or twelve year old kid wants to do is sit on the couch next to their older relatives. To make sure they don't have a concussion. Oh, and I wasn't allowed to eat anything either. Because if I had a concussion, I would just throw it right back up. <clears throat> Bullshit. Wouldn't that be a good way to tell if you do or, or not? <laughs> you would think that, but my grandparents didn't want me to ruin the carpet. Mm, that's fair. Besides, right about that time, my dad decided it was time to go home. So my my mom, my dad just kept an eye on me. He was like, if she, if her eyes don't dilate in the next two hours, she can go to bed. Great. Now I get to stay up later, and I'm tired, and my head hurts. Freaking awesome. <laughs> so. Oh, oh, I've got a really good one. And this one involves Martha. I just thought of one. And you're going to love this. So, um, I, it was probably the year I turned 20. I just, I had just been, so I was 25. The year I turned 25. It was the first time I was able to afford to go home. Um, to North Carolina. It was right after, the year after I got together with Paul. Um, so we were still honeymooning. You know, very happy-go-lucky sweetie pie time um so again first time i've had a job in years where i could actually afford to fly home to north carolina um 
two things happened that which were well three things happened that were really memorable that year um so it was maybe the year after i got together probably 27 26 come to think of it um anyways so one uh i get to north carolina i'm there for two days when my beloved mother-in-law calls me on my iphone which only time i've ever owned an apple product my dad only has two places on his property that gets reception i was on one of them wearing a t-shirt or actually a very long, thin, long sleeve shirt. And my mother-in-law calls me to find out what Paul wants for Christmas. I'm on the phone for about 10 minutes freezing my ass off because I'm wearing a skirt and a very thin, long sleeve shirt because I'm walking the distance of about 50 feet to my grandparents' house. Thinking, I'm not going to need a coat. I'm just going into Nana's. Took me 10 minutes in the conversation before I realized... She doesn't know I'm not in Florida. Another five minutes to go. Hey, Ma, where do you think I am? Upstairs. Or in, in your room. You're, you're just in your room. You're upstairs in your room. Like, no, honey. I'm in North Carolina. I've been here for two days. No, you're not. You're in your room. Wanna bet? Go look. She goes, when did you go to North Carolina? Two days ago. <laughs> and it's exceptionally cold. I'm freezing my hoo-ha off out here trying to talk to you on the phone. Can I call you from my grandparents' south phone? Wait a minute, you're outside. I don't have on a coat either. She's like, oh my god, get inside the house. How cold is it there? It's 22 degrees! <laughs> and that, my friends, is how I got the flu on Christmas. I hear you. Um, I got the flu, actually, because my cousin Summer brought it over with her kid. Christmas Day comes... We do Christmas Eve with the family, and then... The Christmas Day... We open presents, and around 1 o'clock, and I feel miserable. I got hit with it hard. Like, I woke up Christmas Day with the flu. Like, straight up, just the flu. I was miserable. My dad tried to give me a hot shot, which I threw up. I remember this story. Yeah. Dad tried to give me rum, hot butter, hot rum, hot Sailor Jerry's thinking, this will clear you out. I did, and I'm like, Dad, I really don't do shots that well, and I really don't do them well when they're hot. Just do it. It's an old family re family cure-all. Just try it. You'll feel better. Blah. This is, mind you, while my mother, my bonus mom has gone to the store to get me drugs. Like, normal people drugs. Um. I mean, when my dad, my bonus mom comes back, my dad is just sitting there freaking out because he hasn't had to deal with me sick since I was a little kid. And my bonus mom goes, where's Ori? <laughs> Oh, dear God. Why won't it stop? Because <laughs> once I started barfing, I could not stop. And my dad goes, I gave her a hot shot to try and make her feel better. And now she's barfing. And she's been barfing for a minute. And my bonus mom goes, she, she can't do shots? She did that Friday night when we were all drinking, getting fucked up. And she was telling me about your about Paul's penis. She told us, she, Lindsay, sorry, Martha, 
Martha tried to get her to do shots, and she refused to do it. She just chugged out of the bottle. Because, yeah, that's what happened. We got really fucked up the Friday I got there. Martha got me, and Martha started singing Louie Louie at the top of our lungs on the front porch. But, yeah, my dad made me sicker. Oh, and then Martha, God love her. Thank God she was okay. Martha got into a three-car pileup that Christmas. Damn. And almost died. Twice. She was T-boned coming out of the gas station on her way to my house. And unfortunately, this is where she met Vanilla again. Vanilla was her paramedic. Nice. I didn't go to the hospital because I was running a fever of 102. She had two broken ribs, broken foot, and multiple lacerations, and a bruised collarbone. Oh, and a broken wrist. And they had to use the jaws of life to get her out of her car. But yeah, that was one of the more weird and spectacularly odd Christmases I've ever had. I mean, it sounds fun at least. It was, including the part where I freaked out my dad because my, bo- my dad came outside to drink with the rest of us and my bonus mom was getting wanted to get full on like Fifty Shades of Grey details about Paul's penis. And my dad goes, I'm going back inside. That's more information than I ever need to know about my daughter's sex life. Seriously. But- oh, Pam, Pam regularly, and my bonus mom, she, she'll laugh her ass off. Pam regularly stares a hole in Paul's ass. She thinks Paul's hot. Uh, Either way, that'll about wrap it up for today and Ori's insane Christmas story. Dear God. It was a really fucked up Christmas, but it was fun. Be safe, you guys. The holiday season is nothing to joke about. There's traffic everywhere. People are going crazy and people are stressed. If you drink, take an Uber. (laughs) Calm down, Mom. Dude, no. The chance. If you drink, take an Uber, motherfuckers. Or have a designated driver. I don't want to hear about any of our listeners dying or getting into an accident because they were stupid and decided to play the Coda After Dark drinking game of some sort. You drink, you don't drive. Period. The fucking end. Uh, I support this. Ha, motherfucker. You were saying, dearie? Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Toodles. Later.